sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. Hey guys, we're back. Hi everybody. Oh my God, so we're recording for YouTube again, except our camera is reversed. And <laughs> I'm freaking out because my, what? It's like the movie It's like looking in like a mirror. Tethered. <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, we hope our microphone is plugged in properly. So this is gonna be a real interesting show this they week. They got the video fixed, but now we're having audio difficulties. Hopefully know. not, we did a test before the show. Yeah. And everything worked out okay. Oh, you know what, I could try this, hold on. Yep, it's on. It's working. Ooh. Sorry for your headphones out there. That <laughs> smart. <laughs> oh my God! So hey, it's Richie, Richie Westifer. You guys should be following us on social media at Richie and Wes. We ask a sex question every week. We get to all of these fun trending topics that are going on. And uh, this week we have got some real tea, <laughs> shade, etc. For all of the Oof. free Britney. Oh, yeah. Uh, hashtag free Britney people out there. So we'll be getting to all of that. And up front, the only thing that I thought about was, remember how last week we were all sad that the church in Notre Dame was burning and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay, it was sad. But people have donated, oh, I don't know, like $70 billion uh, or whatever to this thing in really no time at all. You guys, the Catholic Church is the richest organization mm -hmm. in the fucking world. Like, they don't need your money. No. And the, nobody died. No. And the homeless people need your money. Kids who can't go to school need your yeah. money. Also, did you notice how quickly it turned into people bragging about going to Paris? Oh. And here's my pictures. My memory is with... <laughs> When the church was this, I'm so devastated. It's like, bitch. How many historically black churches have been burned down? With people inside them? That's the other thing is all these churches have been very purposefully burnt down. Yes, with people inside of them. And yet, where's the umpity bazillion dollars yeah. to fix these churches? Like, where's the... Within a week. Right? People mourning a damn materialistic artifact. <laughs> oh, I know. You're not Over even... actual human shock. I mean, shocked. Catholicism, you're not even supposed to care about material possession, so... Well... Donate to our show. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we just shaded the fuck out of Easter. We completely did. In we the might. Entire, the entire Catholic religion. <laughs> we might as well start shading celebrities. Hey. Ooh, don't worry, y'all. We'll get to our sex question later. This week, it's a really good one. It's all about inappropriate sexual role Role-playing. So, Celebrity Shade, we have, um, you've probably seen or heard of the movies Amityville Horror, Annabelle, Never. Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Conjuring Doesn't 3, ring a bell. yeah. Um, they're all based on, loosely based on the life of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were, speaking of Easter, uh, devout Christians who believed uh, that Christianity was the one faith, and that you had to, have, did you know that? No, I they were super like Bible thumpers. Really? Who also did demonic, uh, you know, clearings and uh, you know, fucking uh, whatever. <laughs> what was that? I was trying to. 
<laughs> I was trying to exercise our audience. What are you, Scarlet Witch? Demons, Alex. <laughs> Demons be gone. It's going to take a lot more than you to exercise our audience <laughs> and this show. <laughs> Hailed. So, uh, now there's a lot of thought that uh, the Warrens themselves were total charlatans and hustlers and just preyed on people for their money. And it was almost always people who were very, very devout Christians mm. who were the subjects of the Warrens' case files. Yeah. Lorraine so, the scammer. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they just really believed it and, you know, went with it, or there certainly are stories of them kind of um, let's say making something more interesting or kind of neglecting to tell the other parts of the story, yeah. you know, like, oh, well, we only heard voices in the other room when so-and-so was there, or, you know, no one actually saw an object levitate across the room, but, you know, we, we saw the tail end of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, mm, not quite the same. <laughs> Not quite the same. So they definitely have, like, I mean, R.I.P., Lorraine, don't haunt me, but <laughs> definitely. Uh, was doomed. There's, like, the fucking backlight falls and. The beehive, like, the, the we're going to be, you know, haunted by the Warrens. I mean, just every you week. You really curse the show. Every week, there's something new that we're getting in trouble for. Whatever, bring it. Yeah. And happy Easter. Oh. <laughs> So, speaking of magic, sort of, exorcisms? Mm. Perhaps. Yeah. It's a segue. The Magicians <laughs> is a very popular TV show. People like it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Oh, I've seen maybe one or two uh, episodes. I think I watched the first season. So not so not that popular with us, apparently. But no, I mean... But I, a lot of other people. It's just one of those shows where, you know, like I've watched it and stuff, but... It was fun. It was cute. I liked the characters. The characters were really fun. And they were pretty good at, you know, dropping in, like, diversity and even had, um, you know, like, gay relationships mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, well, they decided to kill off, unexpectedly kill off, spoiler alert, unexpectedly kill off Quentin, who is one of the main characters, and at least for me from watching it as little as I have, is basically the one of the main people on the show. Like, it's sort of about him. They decided, you know, he's gay and he's mentally ill, so he killed himself. Jesus. Yeah, fans were not happy. And there, there's a couple of reasons for that. I mean, are they going to resurrect him? Is it part of a bigger plan? It, or who knows? Like, I don't know if it's like a Xena Warrior Princess situation, right. or I don't know. Everyone died in that bitch, and they kept on coming back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, people definitely could come back, and again, I don't know if the actor maybe left the show or or whatever. And sometimes when an actor leaves abruptly, they're like, "Well, he died." Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at the end of season like three of 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 uh, fucking Charmed when it was Shannon Doherty uh -huh. and it was Elizabeth uh, no uh, um, Alyssa Milano mm -hmm. and the other uh, one yeah the other one and they literally <laughs> and I'm not kidding you guys I just rewatched Charmed and the end of season three is the cliffhanger 
where, I don't know, apparently they were not sure if the show was coming back or not sure, apparently, who was coming back. Because at the end of the cliffhanger, again, spoiler alert, it's a 20-year-old show, <laughs> the bad guy, like, you know, busts Shannon Doherty upside the head and she flies across the room, which has happened, like, thousands of times yeah. on the show. Like, this was when um, wire working was really popular on shows. Oh, yeah. They were always being lifted up on yep. wires and flying around the room or on wires. being pulled across a room. One punch and someone flies across the room, you know. <laughs> so she flew across the room dramatically, and you're like, oh, well, you know, it's Prue. She'll get up She'll any second now. To be continued. Next episode, Prue died. And... Oh, I mean, it was just like, and funeral. Like, what the fuck? Like, there was no... <laughs> nope. So who knows what's happening with the magicians, but fans were pissed off just because they killed him so, you know, just unceremoniously. Yeah. And then also, obviously, a lot of their fans are LGBT and really thought that it was a poor message that was being sent by just, you know, oh, someone's mentally ill, then, you know, they must be suicidal. Mm-hmm. Not everyone dealing with mental health issues is going to kill themselves or anyone else. Uh, there's like such a broader spectrum <laughs> yeah. of issues that people this. are dealing with. Whew. So it started a whole debate and just another Twitter Twitter tum- you know, thread to like tumble down. And... Oh, the Twitter rabbit hole. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Not for him. Yeah, no. So who knows what's going on with that? Oh, meanwhile, quick note, one of the main actors on um, Roswell, New Mexico, came out as bisexual. Oh, cute. Um, and the actor I had just been, everyone just thought he was gay. Mm-hmm. And finally was like, no, I'm bisexual. And I'm tired of people being like, oh, he's just gay. All right. Because there is a lot of bi erasure. Yes. So mm-hmm. keep in mind, people are bisexual, y'all. Just because they date a man doesn't mean they are now gay. They could... Still like the ladies. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ladies, Tanashi. <laughs> bless okay. her heart. Oh, bless her heart. She's a singer. If you don't know who she is, she has some bops. Yeah. Um, very talented. Very great entertainer. Yeah. Great performer. So a video from 2016 surfaced where she was dancing in a Samsung event. Internet. Yeah, uh-huh. nothing, nothing ever nothing disappears. Dies. So from two years ago at a, what, a Samsung event? Yeah. Yeah. She's dancing and getting it. And as she's getting it, her iPhone... Oops. Her iPhone flies out of her pocket onto the stage. Okay, first of all, why is she bringing any kind of phone? Thank you. Her team could have held it for like her. That's what? what you do. You don't bring your electronics on stage. Yeah, that doesn't make While you're sense. dancing. Right. Meanwhile, also, it is a Samsung event. Yes. <laughs> you're bringing why an Apple product. On your person, do you have your iPhone? Jesus. I will say that if you have to go watch the video, I will put it on our actual Twitter mm-hmm. after the show. The real MVP in this whole situation was the dancer. It was on the ground, and she almost stepped on it, but she didn't. And then she still was dancing for a while. I was like, does she see that it's there? Does she not? She spins. She gets on the ground. She does this thing. And you, before you even know it, it's like a magic act. Oh my the phone God. disappears into her hand, and she continues dancing with it. And then gracefully slides it across the stage, like off stage. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh God. 
But also, Tanashi has a great sense of humor because someone on Twitter tweeted her saying, care to explain this iconic moment? She said, you know, I was promised to be gifted a 95-inch Samsung TV, but somehow that never happened. <laughs> Two years later, still waiting. <laughs> She's still, still waiting, waiting on that TV. Samsung TV. It never arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone dropped it on the way. Right. <laughs> hmm. They dropped it off at an Apple store. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh, speaking of musicians, do you know who I, like, I mean, I can't say I discovered her because she's had albums out, but I've never heard of her before, is Lizzo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. She is good. Yeah, she's great. I've seen all the billboards around L.A., um, you know, it's her naked, just, like, mm-hmm. sitting there and, you know, just looking beautiful. Yeah, she's awesome. And, um, yeah, I'd never actually heard her music before. Yeah. And so I was checking it out, and she's really... Oh, yeah, she's really good. Really good, mm-hmm. yeah. I was playing it for some of the the boys yesterday yeah. at the Yowie Expo. Yeah. Ah. So, last thing before we get to this Britney news, which... I'm sure you're all dying for. Because we, we have some exclusive tea that no one even knows about. <laughs> so I went to the Yaoi Expo yesterday. Yaoi is like boy love. So it's like boys who are in love. And unlike... And it's manga, you know, so it's all like Japanese oh, okay. artwork and cartoons and comic books and stuff like that. And some of it's fan fiction and what have you. So unlike the straight version where it's like huge boobs and boobs tiny waists and, and super tiny waists but like then big women, thighs women getting you know like double penetrated by tentacle <laughs> creatures and stuff like that unlike that because the audience isn't straight men who are disgusting it, it, it should and it, be destroyed quite frankly yeah, and it's not gay men either so it's actually straight women what who are the audience and the creators of a lot of this content yeah. So instead of being like, you know, just boys like opening their butt up and, you know, lots <laughs> of like close ups of things, it is more like they almost kissed. <gasps> like lots of breathing, lots of sweating, you know, there's like lots of emotions. <laughs> and it's, it's very Twilight, very like Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. You know? We're like, I tried to read that Fifty Shades of Grey book. I swear to God, I was like two thirds of the way in. And the most that had happened was like a blowjob and a nipple twist. Like it is not at all. That's a Monday morning. Are you talking? Okay. <laughs> I was like, this shit is tame. But then I realized the audience that is interested in it is not interested in the sexual act itself. It's everything else, you know, it's the everything build up. around yeah. the sex, the build up, the will they fall in love? We, you know, this person has the, all this shit going on in their life and they meet this incredible person, but they can't even see them because they're going through all this drama. And oh, the angst. That kind of stuff. So it was very, very fun. And uh, if you guys haven't ever heard, there's very few uh, um, ones where it's like, actually absolutely gay and even even then it's like oh my god they almost kissed so the ones that i was seeing last night let's see oh so the one that everyone was telling me about that is like gay but again it's kind of like maybe they're just hugging each other really hard 
and happen to wake up next to each other. Mm-hmm. So and none of it's like pornographic is what I'm getting at. Uh, this is called Yuri. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yuri on Ice. Y-U-R-I. Yuri on Ice. It's about ice skaters. So it's already fucking gay. And then... By default. Yes. And then the... Um, the main protagonist like has this big crush on you know like the biggest figure skater who then becomes his coach. Ooh. Ooh. Are you hard? Because I'm hard. Mm-hmm. Gay stuff happens. And then there's one. <laughs> and I'm soft. Yeah. For that song. <laughs> <laughs> there's one called Love Stage, which we saw the first couple episodes of it. And it was very problematic in many ways because it was like one character. Well, they're both actors, and uh, they were in this commercial together when they were ten, and the one fell in love with the other one. Okay. But when they made this commercial, the ten-year-old boy was actually dressed as a girl. So oh. the one actors had a crush on this other actor this entire this time. entire time, and now it's ten years later, and they meet, and he's like, "It can't be you." It's not, you know, okay, all yeah. these feelings, you know. And then throws him down on a couch, makes him take his pants off to prove that he's a boy or something, and then, like, pulls his shirt up and is, like, caressing this boy, and it's, like, very, very, very date rapey. And someone, like, interjects and, like, sort of saves the situation. To its credit... The show then spent the rest of the episode and the next episode that we saw dealing with that rapiness. Oh, Jesus. Because the character that it happened this to... This is deep. Yeah, the character... <laughs> that, but it's all also, like, very over-the-top and very funny. Do you know what I mean? I have to watch this. You'd I'm have right, to I'd... see it. Rape is hilarious. Well, this is too many things working <laughs> on my head right now. I'm like, wait, What? <laughs> So, again, kind of problematic, but they at least were, like, dealing with it, you know, in the next okay. episode, because it was, like... Was there a resolution? Mm, I think that's how the series continues. Oh, okay. Love stage. This is... Mm-hmm. And then there's different. one that we saw called This Boy, T-H-I-S, This Boy. And that one seemed to be more um, episodic. So, the first one we saw was about one particular story and then like that was it and then the next one is completely different characters Mm -hmm. and a whole different setting and like it sort of told this story within that but the first one we saw was like we were a little we were a couple of minutes late to it so i didn't quite catch the setup and again it's manga so let me try and explain this this boy uh who's in high school has some sort of affliction with his skin where whenever he gets agitated or upset he crystallizes oh so like part of his arm will start to crystallize and so thank god i don't have that disorder jesus i'd just be a big ball of crystal most of the time right it'd never move (laughs) so the part that we came in it seemed that he was like talking to someone who was studying him or a scientist or a doctor but then he was like you haven't touched me in a while and like lifts his shirt up and half his body is like ripped nubile young young boy and the other half is like crystal and all you see is the doctor scientist like rubbing up his back and he's like and like they're in love and then the next (laughs) scene then the next scene he's in this guy's class so he's a professor who teaches at this school that this kid goes to 
Okay. So we were just calling him Dr. Professor because we were like, because we missed whatever first intro it was. I don't know. Maybe he was the chemistry teacher. Who fucking knows? The point is the whole thing was about this, like, boy loving this Dr. Professor. And then finally at the end, when the Dr. Professor admits that he's in love with him... They have this embrace, and the crystal boy, like, tries to kiss him, and he's like, no, we can't until you graduate. Oh, Jesus. Ah! And literally the ladies in the audience were like, <gasps> like, they were, <laughs> they were living for it. They were like, he's still appropriate, even though he loves the student. I'm like, he, it's his doctor professor. Like, this is so wrong. <laughs> This is not okay. And then there's credits, and then at the end of the credits, there's, like, you see the Dr. Professor in his lab. And, sorry, I'm ruining the whole thing for you guys. See, Dr. Professor is in his lab, and you hear, like, a knock, knock, knock at the door, and the student comes in, and he's like, I've just graduated, and they finally kiss. Oh, Jesus. So, if you're into that kind of stuff. That's a bit exhausting. It's a but, lot. That was a lot. But I will also say the artwork... Uh, Amazing. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the color scheme on both the ones we saw, even though they were different stories, the color scheme was like so much of it almost looked painted in or it was more like instead of solid structures behind them, it was sort of the impression of structures just by the use of color. Mm-hmm. So and it's a crystal one. Obviously, there are all these amazing crystals everywhere. And like the the visually... It was really, really, really amazing. So whether you're super into the stories or just super into artwork, now you know what Yowie is. (laughs) Okay, we've been building up to it. We've been priming the pump. And it is time to delve into this Britney news. Now, if you've literally been under a rock this past week, you have missed that uh, Britney is in a... A mental wellness facility, facility, which she initially said she was checking herself into just to get her uh, head right because her father has been ill and this was the best thing for her at this time, blah, blah, blah. But then this week it came out that maybe none of that is true. Yeah. So (laughs) there is a podcast called, um, I believe, Brittany Graham or Brittany's Graham, something like that. Just Google hashtag free Britney, and I'll get to that hashtag a little bit later, actually. Yeah. Um, and they have a hotline where their listeners can call in, which good idea, actually. That's a great idea. We might be I stealing. Don't, I don't want to give out my number, though. You can always do a Google voice number. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Get a burner phone. Um, and... I guess it would be like they'd like do shout outs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, then a paralegal that used to work for the firm overseeing Brittany's conservatorship left a very disturbing voicemail saying that basically everything that we've been told up until this point has been augmented or completely not true. That she went off of her meds last fall, was threatened um, by her father and team regarding her getting back on the meds. She said she didn't like the way that she was feeling on the meds. They said, you need to get back on your meds. Got her to a different doctor. Got her new meds. She didn't like those. <clears throat> Pretty much said, I don't like the way that these are making me feel. And they said, well, you're getting on your meds. Otherwise, we're canceling your residency. 
To which she was probably like, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it seemed like she was actually really into... No, that's right, yeah. She's been... The Vegas spot seems to be really... Yeah. Well, because she can stay in one area. She has her yeah. apartment there. And she was... It all seemed very... I mean, it was very abrupt, but it all seemed very strange mm. because... She was just rehearsing the day before they pulled the plug. Like, she was posting rehearsal videos. Right. And her team, like her creative team, not the lawyer team, excuse me, um, was posting all these really cool, like, never-been-done-before lighting schemes that they were coming up for things and remixes that they were doing. And it all just came to a halt. And we were told it was due to her father's health, but according to this paralegal that had called in they said that uh nope they did it to punish her and they said we're gonna blame it on my illness her father was the one in charge of this whole situation along with her manager larry rudolph and her lawyer lou taylor so he is exaggerating his illness yeah basically we're going to cancel it and we're blaming it on my illness oh my god so yeah i thought he was the good guy in the story that's the thing. Like, in um, the past, he's always been hailed as, again, if you, you have know, been living under a rock and you don't know anything about Britney, he's the one who has been the head of her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. He's the one that sort of stepped, stepped in. in and helped her, you know, maintain custody of her kids mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, when she was kind of slipping off the rails, yeah. he pulled her back on track. But now it seems more like that track is a money train. Yeah. And he's less concerned about his daughter. And and more more about everyone getting paid continuously. Um, Also, this paralegal said that Larry Rudolph, her manager, um, basically said, well, you know, the good thing out of this is that um, once it's all said and done, it'll be great for ticket revenue because... When we launch Vegas, when we launch launch Vegas next year, because everyone will be so happy to see her back on stage and stronger than ever. Just to show you where someone's mind is, um, I have conflicting feelings about this, and no one really knows the entire truth. Um, no one spoke out after this happened. They started the Free Britney hashtag, mm-hmm. which now has been banned. So fans started a free ex Britney mm-hmm. hashtag, which was also banned off of Twitter. So now it's save Britney. It, right. Which has been banned not because Twitter was like, oh, we can't talk about this, but under legal duress. Her team was like, nope. Her team finally spoke out earlier this week saying she was abusing medication and she was on the verge of death and blah, 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 blah. And this is all for her own good. My problem with this whole situation is this. First of all, a conservatorship should be regarding someone who cannot control their well-being from day to day. Mm -hmm. Not only that, since then, voicemails have surfaced from 2009, where she was calling to get out of it, seeking other legal direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And she left a voicemail saying, hi, my father's been threatening the custody of my children. I really want to know and make sure that everything is going to be okay with me getting out of this conservatorship so I can get control again. Blah, 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 blah. I want to make sure that everything that we talked about before is actually going to be able to go through. She sounds completely sound-minded. Right. So that was disturbing as well. Um, Also, 
You can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. Again, none of us know the truth. Right. But you're telling me someone, because she's tried to get out of this many times before, and has tried to hire lawyers to get out of it, uh-huh. only to be told by the judge overseeing all of this that she's unfit to hire a lawyer to get out of this, which leads people to believe that the judge is on this as well, which would explain the feeling of being entrapped. Right. Because what do you do if a judge is in on something? And again, this is all alleged, but really, what do you do if some... I mean, the the judge is the highest power that you can get get, Mm -hmm. get to. Well, and also typically, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I think typically a judge usually oversees a particular case. Like, Mm -hmm. once they have a case, that is their case to oversee. It's not like you'd see a different judge every time, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because you have to... Bring everyone up to speed. Yeah, it's everyone like, with it, it would be such a waste of time. Yeah. So it makes sense to have the same person presiding over all the same legal issues because they know all they know all the ins and outs. Yeah. Right. But then if that person is it's corrupt as well, corrupt, then yikes! Like I was under the impression, and and again, this is obviously just propaganda, or at least mm. some of it is that the conter- the conservatorship just worked. It was, you Me know, too. it was a family thing, yeah. and everything was being handled, and what else? Yeah, but my, another thing is, if someone isn't capable of hiring a lawyer, but they're capable of releasing, this is since, since her conservatorship has, has started. Mm-hmm. She's released four albums, gone on three world tours, released seven perfumes, was a judge in X Factor, had a four-year Vegas residency, 17 singles, and 19 music videos. But uh, you're telling me someone's enough. not competent enough to hire their own, own lawyer. Ooh. Someone is still under it. I don't understand that. It also just see again, I'm not a lawyer, but it also just seems as though that is completely against someone's civil rights. Absolutely. I mean, to, 100%. to suggest that you can't have your own legal representation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are children who get lawyers to represent them against their parents in cases. Like, she's a grown woman with her own children. (laughs) I think... That she raised very well. (laughs) Yeah, you think someone would be... It's you know, the whole thing sounds side. very corrupt, and also the where's fact, Lynn and all this? Where's the mom? Well, the mom is liking a lot of free Britney post and whatnot, and that's what really made people go, "Wait, what?" Oh, oh yeah, because we haven't really been seeing a lot of uh-uh. her or hearing from her. Which lately. who knows what kind of legal situation that team has over everyone involved? To be quite honest with you, true. Tw- 2007 was a weird year for everyone in that family. Um, Are they still together or are they separated? No, they've been divorced. Yeah, they've been divorced. Yeah, but that's when people really started being like, wait, maybe this has some traction because Lynn Spears was liking all these get Britney her voice back, blah, 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 blah. And the fact that her team, the first thing you heard from them was that she was abusing medication and she was on the verge of death. That, to me, sounds like someone scrambling to make something that they've done wrong seem validated. And it also doesn't, like, you know, I'm not a detective, but it also, <laughs> I'm an internet detective, you don't go to rehearsal on time and kill and, a rehearsal and post about it, because she does run yeah. on, you know, Instagram yeah. and stuff. 
that we know of. Yeah. Um, it's all robot. No, but I mean, you don't you don't go to rehearsal and have a good rehearsal. Yeah, and why would you like, let someone all... who's close to death and abusing medication be around their children as much as she was as mm-hmm. well? Wouldn't that be a concern of yours? If this was someone who was abusing medication, why would you let them around her children? All right. As much as she was. that None of that makes any sense to me. And just that statement just seemed very tacky. Why would they not just say, if they wanted to blanket the whole thing and shut everyone up, why would Ooh. they not just say, everything you've heard so far is not true. She's not being held against her will. We will address all this when, if she would like to, when she's out and she's better. Please respect her privacy. Mm-hmm. That would have shut me up. Right. But they went the opposite, trying to seemingly over-exaggerate what the situation was when she was videotaped being normal. And, of course, things happen behind closed doors, but it seemed like such an extreme to go to versus mm-hmm. what a very well-trained A-list team would have put out. I would have right, expected what right. I just suggested to be put out. Yeah. Rather versus, than, like, oh, oh no, wow. you don't get it. It was way worse than you guys thought. Like... Yeah, because then that's, like, immediately vilifying her. Yeah. And it's making it seem like she's out of, completely out of control. Yeah. And, you know, all the stuff where... Did you see... Well, I know you've seen it, because you're a Britney stan. But I hadn't seen this previously, and this was a few years ago that she did this interview. She was talking about her life. Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying, it's like Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah, that was... that. That was the point, and I will take this all the way back to then. That was 2008, I believe. Oh, was it that long ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. uh-huh. I thought that it was, was more recent than that. No, that was right after the breakdown. Okay. It was when she had her um, oh. For the Record interview, and it was every, nothing was off limits. And I noticed... <laughs> yeah, they stopped doing that. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> she, she stopped doing almost fine, any kind of interviews. Normal Britney, like, yeah. bright-eyed, like, yeah. everything seemed like it was coming to a head and just being normal again. Um, and that she was being extremely candid. And I always say it after that interview aired, that documentary aired, and she expressed how sad she was and that she just wanted to drive and that that, that was her thing, mm-hmm. that they started upping her meds. Because first two videos from that era were Womanizer and Circus, and she seemed completely fine. Yeah. It was like, Britney's back, she looks amazing, she's moving awesomely. Yeah. Third video on that entire era was If You Seek Amy... And that was the first time I noticed, fuck, she looks dead in the eyes. This is so weird. And it was right after that aired. Mm-hmm. And that's That definitely... was the first thing since then that it came out. And then ever since then, it was like dead in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like It was like something happened. There was some medication going on. Again, this is just me being observant. And I noticed that back in the day. And I've always said that. But this interview, I guess it's almost 10 years old, or 10 years old, but she's talking about, and she starts crying. Yeah. But she's talking about how basically every day is the same. It's, you know, you get up, you perform, mm-hmm. you do an interview, you and do she this, said you're in the studio. You're yeah, because like, they asked her if, if the she felt that her, her life was out of control. She said, no, I feel like it's too in control. She's like, there's no spontaneity. There's nothing there. There's no spark. It's just every day is Groundhog Day. And... If that was 10 years ago, and this has been going on ever since then, and you've not even given someone a chance to heal, mm-hmm. like her old manager, Larry Wright, who's a very, very huge manager in the pop world, he came out and said she wasn't ready to go 
back on tour. She wants to take a break after this breakdown, like mm-hmm. for at least a year or so. Did she want to work on music? Yes. She sure. always does that in between, well, even course. like in her home studio. That's yeah. like a thing. She's always dancing. She's always doing something. But she, she said she wasn't ready, and they pushed her back out there. And they kept pushing her back out there and pushing her back out there. And it becomes one of those things where you, I think she genuinely loves what she does. I don't think she likes the promo and being around mm-hmm. people. I think that clearly makes her anxious. Um, but you can tell, even when she did the promo for the Vegas thing. It yeah, like, it's like, oh, fuck. Firework, <laughs> she, you know, comes up from the stage and she's like, Hey. Yeah. <laughs> she literally has, yeah. She doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're right. I mean, Glory, you know, was definitely it, more of a, um, you know, her, that album, I think, was, you saw and heard a little more of her. Yeah, her. It was a little. She it, wrote more of it. It had just seemed her more. Her real voice. Yeah, you actually album. heard her. <laughs> it's only for a few seconds. Slavered with a shit ton of auto tune. But, um, but no, it was yeah. just, I think she genuinely likes making music, genuinely likes performing. But everything else, and also when you love doing something, but then you're forced to do it, mm-hmm. for people who, it's like you've had someone work since she was 10 years old, and she's a 37-year-old woman, just for you to turn around and control her own money? Mm-hmm. All, by the way, not all her like being in the Mickey Mouse Club and all her doing whatever, like, yeah, she had a contract at like 14 or 15 or whatever, but she also performed at county fairs when she yes, was like and eight she or was nine. an off-Broadway she at age eight or nine. It's like... like, it wasn't just as though it was always this grand yeah. life. Like, when you're performing in, you know, like, county fairs and stuff, like, you're schlepping everything with you. Yeah. Like, it's a one, you know, it's a one-man show, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, not everyone, obviously, but... At that young, you're yeah, you're you're, get, you're getting there. You're hopping out of the van. You're hopping and... out of the van. <laughs> You've got a backing track that and probably that's... that they're putting on for you, yeah. and then you're singing. It's not like a adult band yeah. that's you know touring together or whatever. So she's definitely had you know even from the time she was very 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 little. Yeah. Then put through you know sort of the ringer with mm-hmm. all this stuff, and I, and and I think you're right. You know, creating something or or making something or working on art is very, very different than having to go, uh, you know, do the late night circuit or yeah. do, you know, photo shoots or do, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff, which, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it sounds like, oh, that's a, that doesn't sound like a problem, but it's a lot of pressure. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's a lot it's of a lot mental of... pressure. It's a lot of physical pressure. It's like, and that's what pisses me off. It's like, these people aren't on, they're not in rehearsals. They're not fucking recording this music. They're not fucking touring. They're not doing any of this. They're sitting right. in the background orchestrating paperwork for their own pockets. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be, and I don't think anyone's even taken this step on it, it could be very much, Jamie is very ill. Um, he is elderly at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it could very well be the lawyer and the manager kind of puppeteering him around as well and using him as yeah. a way to get ready to do things for their own benefit, and he's not understanding it. Right. I don't think anyone's gone that way. I think everyone's kind of umbrelling everything under one big situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but here comes the inside tea that I got this week that Ooh. I can't really reveal names. And a bitch got served this week. So oh, I, I really know. <laughs> you were saying that like when you were getting this info, and like they like wanted to use a burner phone, basically like they yes. didn't want and to this, actually. And this send is you. a close friend of mine. So this is when he said, "Can I call you?" Yeah, I didn't want any of this even in my phone. 
and I can't screenshot any of where I'm getting this from, I said, oh, shit, this must be serious. Okay. okay. By the way, that's how you don't get records, kids. Exactly. Actually speak to someone there you go. one-on-one. As long as there's not a recording device, no one will ever know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so there was someone back in the day that whose name I will leave unnamed. We'll talk about after the show, you mm-hmm. and I. Who was very, in- I wouldn't say instrumental, but just there during the breakdown. Yeah. And oddly enough, was being accused of a lot of things that... The team is being accused of Hmm. right now drugging Britney and using her for money and threatening her children and the custody situation if she didn't do what they wanted to do. Oh, God. Again, I'm not going to say any names. You can do your research and put two and two together, most likely. Um, And I'm not vilifying this person whatsoever um, because who knows what anyone's motives are, especially when there's that much money and not big of a fame situation. Who knows, but... There are receipts that this person still has contacts with members of her family who are actually on her side that he was kind of led down a false trail as to why he was doing this, that he was being given by her team, same team that's been accused of all this stuff today, the medication to give her and to tell her certain things to make her take it and to make her perform and to make her do things that... They wanted her to do. And these came with receipts and screenshots. And this person basically like, good, I'm glad this is finally coming to light. Because <gasps> these are the things that I was being accused of back in the day oh when gosh. it was really the team going through it. Do I think this person is 100% innocent? I'm, I'm going to say no. I, well, I would but, say, though, look up Larry Rudolph. He's a little shady. Oh, yeah. Not only that, Lou Taylor, her lawyer, was a Britney Spears stan and stalker back in the day. What? Uh Uh-huh. She was sending Britney letters to try to help her to the point where Britney was like, I don't want this woman near me. Oh, yeah. And now she's her... Uh Uh-huh. She's part of the whole situation. Oh, my God. This is a fucking soap opera. Uh Uh-huh. And then the lawyer that was on the case for a long time, he left last fall, after they redid the conservatorship to get her mm-hmm. father and him more money. So he would have making 35 grand a month, and according to the person that called into the show, he walked away from this after he realized exactly what was going on because he thought he could be disbarred if shit came to light. Oh, With wow. the way that things were going on. So you're telling me that someone is being offered thirty-five fucking thousand dollars a month, a month, and it's more important to them to walk away mm-hmm. from that situation because they think that whatever is going on behind the scenes is that unethical to the point that they could never work in law again. That something's going on. Wow, something is going on. Something's not right. And like I said, I'm not gonna just paint an umbrella over anyone and just say yeah. that is her dad and this person I think honestly due to her dad's condition and whatnot that perhaps the team is puppeteering her father as well who and using him to puppeteer Brittany because she'll listen to him okay so you got this information from someone and then this in turn did you post this somewhere I'm a, mem- I'm a member of a certain very popular entertainment blog and I post there regularly and I happen to post, hey, this person perhaps isn't 
Yeah. The bad guy we thought they were. Again, not saying that this person's an angel. Like, right, absolutely right. not. But, but everything saying, we've been led to believe about right, someone they, yeah. perhaps isn't all the truth. And which makes complete sense with the entire story that's going on now. Yeah. And then, of course, I got a bunch of backlash from a, a couple of different commenters. And I said, well, you know, I happen to know that this person is still in contact with her mom and a couple of other close family members to this day. Mm. And it's kind of been working behind the scenes with some very prominent actors and whatnot because his name has been ruined. Ten minutes later, here comes the cease and desist. <laughs> okay, so how? So you posted something on a well, it was. Uh, oh, no, they, oh no, they didn't. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, then shut up. yeah. <laughs> We love you. I know they didn't. And then from there, how did they even find you to send you a cease and desist? This is the thing. It has been widely known that lots of celebrities, publicists, assistants, some Mm -hmm. celebrities themselves lurk that site because it's one of the biggest entertainment blogs yeah. On the internet, honestly. and Because it's a lot of fan-generated content. Yeah, it's so. all, like, I can make a post right now, and I can post it, and right. I, it's just that. And it used to be more of a, oh, this person's a horrible actor. Like, no, they're not, blah, 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 blah. And then the admins were actually exposing that these were people who worked for these celebrities. Oh or these celebrities themselves, that they were a lower-tier celebrity. Um, so I can guarantee you that someone on our team... Uh-huh. Um, was there the, monitoring the, things yeah. um, because it was such a huge shitstorm of stuff that was going on and such a huge allegation that they were just like, oh, well, nope, that's not going to get out there. And I was told to delete my comments. Otherwise, I would be sued. Did you delete them? I fucking did. I'm not... <laughs> and now we're saying them on this show. <laughs> but I didn't say any names. Uh, oh, you said the names. I said that that's oh, the thing. Well, yeah, that was. But crazy. obviously, um, something must have been true for them to go to that route. Wow. I hit also, the, I hit like, dog will holler, y'all. I hit dog yes, will holler. But also, like, you have the. I mean, obviously, I know they're not the government, but you have the freedom of speech to say, true. you know, give your opinions about things. Mm-hmm. It's. Oof. You weren't necessarily saying something that could be... What, I guess they were going to sue you for libel or something? Um, I'm sure that they know about these relationships and whatnot, and... That's a a scare tactic. There's no way they're going to sue people posting about this, but... I'm also not about to risk anything. Exactly, and the threat (laughs) of it made Twitter take down the Free Britney hashtag. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, fuck you, Twitter, for, like, caving on that And then the Free Ex-Britney hashtag. So now Mm -hmm. it's hashtag Save Britney, which, by the way, there is a protest tomorrow down the street at 4 p.m. on Santa Monica Boulevard regarding Free Britney. Oh, my God. Which, some of the fans need to calm down yeah, a little bit, because if you're that concerned about her mental health, and again, I'm talking about this on this show, but also this is my show, and I'm just trying to get my whole point of view across, mm-hmm. um, is uh, this needs to be, this needs to come to light, but, and I get everyone's outrage at it, because it doesn't make any sense at this point. It really doesn't. No. Um, yeah, there's something in the milk ain't clean. Something's not right mm-hmm. here on any of the sides. And if perhaps she wants out of this so she can be better mentally. Like, maybe yeah. they, they're thinking that this is helping her and it's actually hindering her. Because I could only imagine being, I mean, we're the same age, basically. Yeah. And not being able 
to hire, hire my own lawyer, not mm-hmm. being able to drive, not being able, which she did, the beginning of January with her boyfriend, she drove the in and out, which was odd because she's not supposed to be driving. Right. And that was another red flag that... She can't even drive a car. Like, it, what she loves to do. She said a gazillion times, even at the end, the end of the For the Record documentary, they brought out her white Mercedes and she started bawling because it's, she loves just to drive and mm-hmm. clear her head. And, like, that's what she loves to do. And they had footage of her just looking happy as can be driving her car because they they I, they got it for her for a couple hours or whatever just for her to drive. But you can't drive to do normal basic shit because you like to. I love to drive. Like right. It, oh, I mean, I know she's Britney Spears and she's gonna get mauled everywhere she goes. But and of course. It is more of a liability if someone were to get in a fender bender with Britney mm-hmm. Spears. I'm yeah. sure, you know, they would sue for a bazillion dollars. But, like, we live in L.A. Like, I see celebrities driving all the time. Yes, exactly. I literally, like, I look at him like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so behind yeah. you know, the wheel of a car. And it's not a big deal. So, yeah, she can't drive. She can't hire a lawyer. She can't. It doesn't seem like she could even do the most basic thing, like... That we truly, truly, truly take for granted. Like, it's yeah. Easter. I want to go grab some Easter candy. I'll just jump over to CVS and yeah. grab a well, bag and of And she has to ask permission M&Ms, you know? to them like, for everything, yeah, which is insane. There's an interview that, and that's, like, that's the other thing. They cut all of her interviews when she talks about anything about her being restricted. Like, they'll have them edited out. She was on, I think, the James Corden show or something like that. She was mm-hmm. on some show uh, maybe like a year or two ago, and... Twitter was going crazy because her fans were like, oh my gosh, she's talking about the conservatorship right now, blah, 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 blah. And sure enough, they cut all that shit out. Also, and you're in the journalistic world, mm-hmm. um, they were saying that um, her team will have you, like, she won't answer a question unless she looks at Larry, her manager. Like, she's not allowed to. Like, basic things like, they, I, um, someone was playing, like, a quick, like, rapid fire, you know, mm-hmm. like, what's your favorite, blah, 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 and they're like, your favorite song, and looks, oh, babe, one more time, like, can I answer this type of a situation, like, oh, my God, it's creepy, and also, any interview that is done, as far as print goes, her team has the journalists send it in for final approval from her team, which they're like, that's not, no, you don't do that. You can tell me what I can't ask you, blah, blah, right, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. No, that, that happens but, all the time. Yeah. Like, you but can interview someone no and they're like, one okay, they don't want to talk. No one to see what like... I'm writing about. No. Before, yes. No. It, yep. No. That is standard practice with Freddie Spears' team. Even Carson Daly went out and said it. That's completely, like, journalistic yes. unethical. Uh-huh. You, you do not pass something to someone's team prior to it being published. Yeah. Sometimes they might want a final pass to make sure their quotes are correct or what have yeah. you. But not to have control over the not to have story. control over the article. Like like maybe back in the day. Yeah. You no. know, prior to everything burning down and everyone being like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, put it on the record. Maybe back in the day you could sort of get away with that. But you'd think that would have happened back in two thousand eight when uh-huh. she was doing the documentary. Yeah. And not now, because especially well, now journalists are mm-hmm. like you you can't do that. That yeah. that immediately kills your credibility. Well, that's also the thing. They said that they're petrified when she's on, when she's on live TV, 
in case she said something that they can't edit out because it's live. So yeah, that's the curious story of Britney Spears. I don't know what's going on right now. Um, like I said, the whole thing with me is like, I'm not one to interfere in someone's mental well-being mm -hmm. if that's something for the good of them. Right. No, because it's it, it is yeah. necessary sometimes but to you know like it's the like, extent say, if you break your arm, of what's going hospital, on behind the you know. scenes seems very very harsh. And then there was um, someone who worked for I believe Extra, who actually posted, "Hey, remember the time when um, Britney Spears' dad had me banned from ever working with her ever again um, after she took a selfie with me that she consented to because I did ask him first, oh, and he posted the God. selfie, and Mario Lopez chimed in and said, <laughs> "Yep." Oh my God! So see, that's what I'm talking about. Journalists now, even you know, Mario Lopez. Well, what has he got to lose? But still, it's like now it's going to come out. It's going to. It's all going to. Yeah, unravel. it's like it's things all like unravel. that. Like if this were a blanket. People have been around the situation for too long. Exactly. There's no reason to keep quiet about it. There's no reason to, especially if her own, if she is being held somewhere basically against her will, mm -hmm. there is no reason. Which for people think that that means she's silent. trapped down somewhere no, or no, whatever. No. no, no, no. You don't know what people are telling you to even have you check yourself in somewhere. Mm -hmm. So let's clear that up. People think that like they've. Picked her up and pushed her into this place or whatever. Right. No, no they, it's not like people the end can of the manipulate. Craft. Right. People can easily manipulate someone into checking themselves into something. Oh, absolutely. And it the whole something's not right. Something needs to come to light. I hope. I wish her the best, honestly. Oh, absolutely. But it just seems like this whole situation is doing more harm than good. Yeah. And how about you just lighten the load of the conservatorship to just making sure that she takes her meds. How about you give her her financial freedom? Mm -hmm. Again, she wasn't going broke before this. She seemed completely fine and capable of controlling her finances. She wasn't one of those celebrities that you would see spending a gazillion dollars on this and Britney Spears and financial ruin and blah, no, blah, but that's what they were worried about. You know. And she used to be very, very close with her mom. Yeah. Like, they used to be together all the time. Yeah. Like, they used to try, like, that was sort of her entourage was yeah. her mom. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing just seems very, very weird. Something's not right, and I hope that something just gets resolved with with the amount of media attention that this is getting. But just the fact that that one extra employee mm -hmm. was banned from working mm -hmm. with her after she said, sure, let's take a picture together. And then the father stepped in and, oh, no, you didn't go through me first? <laughs> You're not working there ever again. This is really giving me um, the vibes of the movie Francis. Have you ever seen this movie? It's an no. old, 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 old movie. Uh, like, it's really old. Um, but, let's see, when it was when, when it was released. Oh, 1982. <sighs> really? It wasn't even conceived yet. <laughs> so, Francis Farmer was a, ver a very real person, and the movie, Jessica Lange, plays Francis Farmer. So, I know, like, everyone knows Jessica Lange. She's yes. on American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. If you want to see Jessica Lange back in the day, when she was even, uh, well, I can't say even more, Regal and gorgeous than she is now, but she is amazing in this movie. I remember watching it, and the biopic explores the true story of Frances Farmer, played by Jessica Lange, who is a mold-breaking actress from Seattle who moved to Hollywood, California, and gained notoriety for her unconventional attitude. 
She's later lured to New York, uh, is dealing with an overbearing, like, situation. Like, it's her mother who's very overbearing. She is, begins to abuse alcohol and has a mental collapse. And, against her will, is institutionalized. And, look, no spoiler alert, but um, is also goes through a lot of shit, like, mental institutions way back in the day used to be like shock therapy and you know the orderlies would rape you and stuff like that so this woman basically what you guys watch this movie it is a fucking trip and it's really giving me those vibes right now creepy because they're basically it's about a woman who is just she is who she is she's talented there's something about her that has that star quality Mm -hmm. and i know people always talk about britney and they make fun of her for various things or whatever but there is something about britney spears like her music don't like her music i don't care she has a star quality and certainly, you know, maybe that has been dampened a little bit mm. by recent years or medication or what have you. But there is something about her that is just, and people glom onto that and, and they can like ruin it. Yeah. So. It's, it's a sticky situation. I hope her the best, honestly. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things that just don't make any sense and don't add up in this whole situation. And <gasps> those things need to come to light. Let's go break her out. <laughs> <laughs> we are not breaking her out. <laughs> Newsflash. Richard Richard Westerfer have broken Britney Spears out of the- Like, I was all about her being in there. She checked herself in. I'm like, that is amazing. Yes. Cool. Like, I thought that was great awesome. for her to take charge and whatever. But then but... the fact, knowing that her team put that out after she'd already been there for over a month. Okay, even if that is true, that is not something that you put out there. That's inappropriate. Yeah. That's not appropriate. Like, mm-mm. It's all right. So, something in the milk ain't clean. Something's not right. I don't trust it. Again, I don't know if it's all of her dad. Mm-hmm. I think behind the scenes, even besides that, there's a lot more going on. Um, I don't trust that lawyer. I don't trust that manager. No. Again, I think they could possibly be using her dad to puppeteer her and using him as a puppet to actually be the scapegoat of everything. The whole thing is just so... It's yikes. such a weird situation. And it's so tragic because as we've mentioned before, we've both met Brittany. She is so fucking nice. Nice. Like, honestly. Insanely nice. This is the last person on earth that's all this should happen to. And that's probably also how some of this happened. Yeah. It's... Yeah, and she even said it in that documentary. Like, someone sitting next to her and she's like... She said something like, why don't you just blah, 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 blah. She's like, you know, it's funny. She's like, there's just some things that, like, you know, you just think because, you know, I, I could just snap my fingers and it just happened. She's like, but no. She's like, but other things, like, come easily. But most things people think I can just, you know, like, I'm the boss. She's like, that's not how it is. <sighs> Jesus. Well, get better, Brittany, wherever yes. you are. Yeah. That's just a lot to think about. Just as just from a civil rights situation and mm-hmm. a human being situation. Take the pop star out of it. All of that at this point is irrelevant. She's so fucking rich. She could literally never work again. And yeah. It doesn't matter. But it's all the other clingers on mm-hmm. who are worried about where's my next paycheck coming from. Mm-mm, that's not how it should be. Oof. Yeah. Hashtag save Britney. Save Britney, y'all. Eric texted me. Like three days ago, he's mm-hmm. like funny text. I'm like, what? So remember his cousin Jen that we told I talked about buying the skin slipper. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my god, I heard my shout out on. 
Don Show. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I You're can't. Like, <laughs> well, apparently, when your boyfriend's cousin ordered a skin slipper, she did not use our code. Because Damn. That, that is how we track orders. So if you all, thank you all, by the way, if you've gone to SpinSlipper.com yes. and ordered one. But granted, they are only 10 bucks. Using our code saves you shipping and handling and a dollar. I get it. It's five bucks. Who cares? But, or you're there and you forget or whatever. But please use our code, you guys, because yeah. that's how they know that you ordered by listening to our <laughs> show. I've had several people tell me they ordered one. When we checked in, the stats don't quite match up. Mm. So I don't think anyone's lying to us. Save yourself some money. Yeah, I think y'all. they're going to the site and they're just ordering it, which again is great. great. Thank you. They're amazing. I use mine every day. I know you use mm-hmm. yours. They're just—it's this great little device that just you know slips on over your finger instead of using your hands to put on your you know shaving cream or clay mask or lotions or whatever. You just use this silicone thing and it washes off super easy. Your towels off. But use the code. Yes. Richie and Wes. Use us, it's please. just like our social media. And then our sponsor will be like, "Oh yes, you're actually sending us customers because they can't tell otherwise." No dick pics, no videos, no stories this week. And, and you're spending using... more money. <laughs> what is wrong Who with are you guys? Okay, real quick. It's time for nerd news. I was like, what? More Britney-breaking stories? What happened? <laughs> Just came in. We're being sued and taken off to jail. Bye. <laughs> Whew. Um, no, real quick for nerd news. I only had one thing. Of course, it's Wonder Woman related, but it's also Avengers related. <sighs> this week, Avengers actually comes out. Yeah, we were totally wrong. <laughs> I know. I, I did actually edit all of that out last week. Damn. We had this huge conversation last week about Avengers and Avengers coming out and all these things. And then I realized it comes out this week. Yeah, it- yeah, I spoke to Chase about that. I was like, he's like, I fucking told you. But I was like, whatever. I'm going to let them keep talking. And all thanks, thanks, asshole. jerk. Well, obviously, our assistant, Marcel, was no help whatsoever. He's trash. Yeah, he really is. He doesn't do He fed us wrong information last week yes. because he's ignoring me because he's distracted by Chase. Right. This is what happens when you have a dog for an assistant. So... Avengers is actually coming out this week. So Are we you, sure? Yeah, I checked. No, the, the funny part was I was about to edit the episode. I'm driving home and a bus rolls by. Avengers Endgame. Whatever it was, I'm like, oh, don't oh. worry. I woke up Friday morning. <laughs> I woke up Friday morning because I was like, you know what? I've gone and seen like a bunch of different Marvel movies like no. during the day that they're supposed to be sold out, but during the day, right? Well, like, also, if it's like, just you, you can normally exactly is sold out. Yeah, normally you can find like one seat if you're alone. Oh so I was like, I'll see. I'll sit myself wherever. I'll go watch it. It's my day off. Cute. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not a movie pass. Whatever. Google it. No, oh, no show times. That's weird. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it is. I'm all Avengers Endgame release date. Oh. Next week. <laughs> Touche. Let me go back to sleep. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. Because like I said, it was this big ass bus. Like, I was like, oh. Chase sent that bus just to be a dick. <laughs> Like I, like, I told you so. Yeah, I told you so. <laughs> you guys listen to the Cookout Podcast. Okay, so <laughs> Endgame actually is coming out this week. And, of course, uh, every, all the Avengers are doing all the press and doing all the things. And 
to their credit, most of them seem like they are living for this. Mm-hmm. Like they look, because also they pair them up. Yeah. It's always them plus like one other or two other people from the cast. And they do seem like they all get along really well. Yeah. They seem like they have a really fun time. And I think they actually really enjoy this part of it. Probably because also everyone's like at this point just geeking out and. You know, just like, oh. Well, Chris is like, out of my contract. Yes. yes. Into the road, bitches. I know. So, oops, just a little thing there. Um, <laughs> so, it was. He's smacking Marcel right now off yes. camera. <laughs> so, it was Brie Larson and Chris Hemsworth, and I think it was one or two other people. Hmm. Anyway. So they're asking Chris Hemsworth about the who, oh who are your favorite superheroes or like and he they do not even finish the question like who are your kids favorite avenger or whatever they're like who are your kids favorite wonder woman <laughs> just like jumps <laughs> over everyone to tell them how much his kids love another property entirely right. that's not even owned by Disney that they dress up like Wonder Woman that they've seen the movie that they're obsessed with her that is hilarious Brie Larson is sitting right next to him and he's like sorry they haven't seen your film yet <laughs> <laughs> and that's she kind of sat there like hmm <laughs> like you couldn't tell if she was trying not to laugh or if she was like genuinely upset. But her face was a lot of emotions going on. But wow, I just love that. I fucking love that. That's hilarious. Yes. So there you go. Chris Hemsworth and his family are Wonder Woman fans. <laughs> All about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've seen nothing more from this movie. I'm. I mean, I'm kind of glad it's a secret, but. Like, also, give us more. Give us a little <laughs> more. Like, come on. That's only a year and a half away. God. Yeah, I'm not about that. That's annoying. Yeah. <sighs> that sex question. <sighs> Hot, but problematic role play. Some of this was inspired by Yaoi Khan. Dr. Professor. And... I'm shocked. Yeah. So, there are a lot of scenarios that people fantasize about. Teacher, student, coach, athlete, doctor, patient, cop, citizen. Credit card, ATM. Credit card, exactly. <laughs> That's just my own personal favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> and right now they're all running neck and neck. So you should get on Twitter, follow us at Richie and Wes, and tell us which one you're all about. Meanwhile, on Instagram, again, at Richie and Wes. Are you following us yet? We'll wait. Thank you. We asked, are you into <laughs> hot but problematic role-playing, such as teacher, student, coach, athlete, doctor, patient, doctor, professor? And an overwhelming 80% said, yeah, that's totally hot. Okay. Fair enough. We didn't get any stories. We didn't get any photos. So you guys failed once again this week. Yeah, a little disappointed. Blame it on Easter. I guess you're with family or whatever. Who are we kidding? They're at fucking Coachella high off their goddamn asses. Ugh, God. Possibly doing role play, though. Tomorrow morning, listen to the show. (laughs) 
Sits of pictures, recap. Yeah. And by the way, Cowboys and Indians is a completely inappropriate role play. Absolutely. But would be perfect for Coachella. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Whew. Okay, so yeah, this was inspired a little bit by Yaoi Khan because even though I found some of the stuff really entertaining and really fun, I also thought, wow, this is so wildly problematic for me. Like, I don't know how to feel into this thing that I can be if it's just going to perpetuate. Like, remember way back in the day, remember Dawson's Creek? Yes. When Pacey had a thing for his teacher. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that shit. And they, like, had an affair. Fuck, you're right. Talk about shit that went fine today. Okay. And the teacher is, like, breaking up with him. And, you know, of course, at the time, it's all from Pacey's perspective. So you're like, it's true love. How could this possibly be? And then, you know, as a more mature person, you're like, what the fuck? Like, like, he's 15, you fucking crazy bro. Even a storyline. This is horrible. Who approves this? But as two consenting adults role-playing a situation that is kind of inappropriate, it just adds a little... Titillation adds a little <laughs> stimulation. So, another reason I brought this up is because I do have someone who really likes to role play to an effect as to where, like, I'm not even, I know he knows my name, but he never calls me by my name, even in just a casual text. So, I'm. What? Yeah, no, it's always a. Uh, okay. It's always part of the role play. This is role play or life plan? Oh. <laughs> I'll find out later. So, I know you and your boyfriend have been together for a while. Mm-hmm. Is um, whether it's you role playing or like seeing porn where they're like, ooh, doctor patient thing. Like, is, mm-hmm. is, is it a thing in your. No. Sex life where you're like turned on by that or no. like, get into that. He thinks it's weird when I'm fucking dressed my Black Panther costume. What? <laughs> that would be my first. No, request. he thinks he thinks I'm hot. Yeah. Also, that costume is just not good for sexual purposes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not done. just split at the waist. It's not yeah, like no, a shirt. It's, yeah, pants. we've gone over this before yeah. in the show. Like that, just it's no. It looks great when it's on. It's a bitch to take off. So. <laughs> um, no, the, the thought of role playing, I think we both just start to laugh. We're a very humorous couple, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless we're like drunk on Halloween or something, then like maybe. But yeah, no, we're not a we're not a role playing couple. Yeah, no. I think we probably both just start like cackling Giggling. because he's so goofy, anyways. Yeah, and so am I. That like I could even pull it off as like a sexy situation. I would just be. A, Probably gonna be laughing myself, which would make him laugh. But and so, we just but be two grown sexy, men. Though, but like but laughter we'd be two is grown, sexy. unhorny men just laughing at each other in the bedroom. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I do think laughter is definitely like sexy. Oh, another thing that happened at Yaoi Khan was there was this group of performers called Thunderbulge. So they're kind of making fun of Thunder Down Under, the strippers. Okay. And even though they were strippers, they did strip. You can go on my Instagram at the Westifer and check that out. Um, they injected it with humor and comedy. Okay. So, like, they were stripping. Ooh, you said injected. I'm like, injected what? You got me worried for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm all... It's one of those weird things where they, like, would, like make the penis bigger with the oil. Uh, uh, oh, that is... Oh, oh. 
Oh, we penis pumping. That's another sex topic for oh, another time. Jesus. Is it? That's one I would actually say no to. Me too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it, you kids. Kids, don't do it. Don't. It breaks the capillaries in your dick. It's not okay. That's not good. It's not good for you. You can really injure yourself. Anyways, <laughs> they were strippers, but they infuse like improv or oh. audience participation or like every time they would you know do something that was supposed to be like sexy they had a dj that would be like oh yeah <laughs> like it, it just made it very funny okay that sounds funny so i mean i wasn't just like, not my bedroom <laughs> i wasn't super turned on that was the other but that was the thing was the women in the crowd were like oh my god you're so hot like they could barely keep themselves in their seats and meanwhile they're doing like a titanic spoof and like Titanic really that's very 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 old material to work with yeah but again ladies were fucking loving it so I personally obviously as I just revealed um shocker role playing so yes. is well for me though it's like I haven't yes like I've role played in the past but I've never quite been in a situation where it's like this deep into it, right? Like that's the cover. I have this in amber. Like up we are spies, and we have bought our own cover. Like there is no like I am called a specific thing, and he's a specific thing. He like even when we're just messaging back and forth, like hey, how was your day? Is still utilizing this whole like role playing scenario. Say, hey, number twenty seven. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Interesting, mm -hmm. and it's like I'm, you know, I'm explorative. So sure, um, today there will apparently be another member of my team waiting for me. Okay, in the coach's office. So, all right, yeah, interesting. I am open to it because it's again like, well, yeah. why not? This is an avenue that we can explore and have fun with and I can tell stories about. And he probably doesn't listen to the podcast. And even if he does, he wouldn't care anyways. So, yeah. Eh. It's an interesting scenario, but it's not like, for me personally, I'm so into this yeah. and whatever. But what's... It's to intriguing. me, the turn on is like someone else is so turned on, on by it. Like, this gets him going, and he's yeah. like super, super, super turned on by it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when you know someone that really makes likes yeah. a particular thing, mm -hmm. you know, and then you sort of tease that thing, yeah. and then you do that thing, and they just go fucking wild. That turns you that, on as well. That I can understand 100%. Yeah. Yes. So, well, we'll see. You'll feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. This show. Oh, thanks for listening to a very special Britney-lated episode. Yes. This always happens. I always have so much left in my glass when we're done with the uh, show. You know, it's, it's morning, a, it's morning for me. Yeah, so. you're just ready to go. Yeah. I'm a sipper. I'm a sipper. You guys, we all, as always, we've had so much fun talking about all the things. P.S. Britney's team, please don't sue us. And if you have a tip... 
Any kind of tip, honestly. <laughs> Get at us. Get at us on social media. Obviously, you can give us names. We will eliminate the names. And mm -hmm. for we are a safe haven for all of yours. Yes. Mm -hmm. For all your secrets and tips and all the things. So continue the trend. Make that happen. So that means you have to follow us on social. Mm -hmm. And Regina West on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Get at us. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.